Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Our amazing members in maintenance. How are you doing today? How are you feeling today, especially after the weekend? Remember, there's nothing you can do on a weekend that can't be undone by getting right back at it, right? So let's talk back on track for those of you who've been in maintenance for a while. So first of all, I know that there's a lot of you who are new to the maintenance group. Some of you are repeating the program again for the sake of solidifying your weight. While you are doing that, you do not want to be challenging the body by constantly indulging and then getting back on track. Although back on track is there for you to use if and when you need it, it's not really until that third stage of finally and forever that you want to be kind of testing the waters and, you know, eating the things. While you are solidifying your weight, you really want to focus on following through and doing all the things you can to help build and get into and work through the things that you need to work through while solidifying your weight. So solidifying your weight after losing your weight is all about putting the time into helping your body make your new weight your new norm, adjusting everything around your weight. So you've been losing weight. And while you've been losing weight, you've been having these little solidifying points through plateaus, right? These are little like little mini solidifying uh, plateaus. And then you've reached your goal. And now you want to put a long ass amount of time into helping your body make your new weight your new norm. That is what solidifying is all about. And some of you are doing that by repeating the program with our January group, which is great. So what's really super cool is Odette is aligning all the information in the maintenance group here to go along with what you are also covering over in the weight loss group. Obviously, the weight loss group is focused on losing weight. And although it's super effective for solidifying your weight, the conversation is very much geared towards losing. So what Odette and I are working towards in this group is have this conversation in this group be very much focused on maintenance and the conversation around those same topics, but from a maintenance perspective. So you may have noticed there's a lot more posts going up day to day around here. We are taking the same posts being covered in the weight loss group and putting a maintenance spin on them. Now you can follow along in the weight loss group. And then if you want, pop into the maintenance group at any time and ask your maintenance specific conversations, take part obviously in the Monday live, our guest segments, our way in Wednesday and whatnot. Um, but I do want to talk about back on track. So if you are in that second stage of solidifying, so there's four stages, right? To the living method, lose your weight. That's why you're here. So now you want to solidify your weight, put three months into that. Then there's like testing the waters and getting to really trust and understand what maintenance now looks like to you. Maybe you're not asking the four questions anymore. Maybe you're not weighing yourself anymore. Maybe you're starting to indulge here or there and then using back on track if and when needed. And then you want to get to that fourth stage where you're like, wake up, look good, feel good, just live your life, right? Um, being mindful. So back on track is reserved for those moments where you do find yourself indulging, but you really want to minimize those 
those indulgences while you are solidifying your weight. You don't want to be testing out nothing. You just want your body just to like really have an opportunity to adjust to the changes that you've made for you to solidify those new habits for you, your body just to get used to functioning, you, regulating your blood flow and your metabolism and your body temperature and your hormones and everything around this new weight, right? That's the goal. So you don't want to be, you don't want to be testing nothing. You want to be stabilizing. And so you really want to minimize back on track. And of course we talk about this because this is the, the first kind of weekend after many of you have started another round of the living method in order to solidify your weight. So you may think you have that wiggle room with weekends, right? You already lost that weight. You can indulge here and there. Yes, you can, but you want to be really mindful about minimizing it. Um, and then I do want to talk about back on track because we have had so many of our members been in maintenance for years. And just a conversation about back on track. Back on track is more than just following the basic food plan. Back on track is also like, you know, taking a look at your stress levels, managing your stress, especially after the holidays. For example, I know many of you are, you know, back at it after been maintaining your weight for a while. Maybe your weight went up a little bit over the holidays. So you feel I got to get it back on track to get that weight right back down. So that's more than just what you are eating and when. That is also managing your stress or getting a handle on your stress again. It's also getting back to moving your body. It's getting back to better sleep hygiene and focusing on getting your sleep. It's getting back on to your supplements, some of you. For example, that vitamin D, right? So it's not just what you are eating and when. It's getting back on track with all those other things that you were doing while you were looking to lose weight that also factored into you feeling better, right? And then remember that back on track is done for as many days as you need it. It's not to bring your weight back down. It's, I mean, it helps obviously, but getting back on track is more about the feeling than what's happening on that scale, right? So there is the concept of maximizing when you're getting back on track. So it's just far beyond just everyone's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm following the basic food plan. I'm back on track again. And I'm having a hard time getting my weight to come back down. Meanwhile, your stress levels are through the roof. Your sleep schedule is totally off. You're, you know, yeah, you're not moving. You're doing this. You're doing that. So there's a lot more that you can do to help get back on track than just the foods that you are eating. Hi, Melanie. I only do back on track now to get me back to feeling good and not necessarily to get the scale down. That fluctuation happens on its own with or without indulgences. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, um, what else do we want to talk about? Um, we have some topics that we're going to talk about this week in the weight loss group. They're going to carry over into this group sabotage self-sabotage. We're going to talk about cravings. We're going to talk about why your weight might be up. All of those still really relevant when it comes to maintaining your weight, right? Just a bit of a refresher on maintenance, kind of a reset, especially for our conversations last week that were really geared towards new year, new you, uh, setting your intentions for the new year ahead. When you don't have weight loss as your main motivator anymore, what is causing you to show up? And I love what you said uh, here, Melanie, about back to feeling good. Because we hear this a lot in the maintenance group, don't we? I'm able to maintain my weight, which is great, but I don't feel as good as I felt when I was losing weight. And that's because when you were focused on losing weight and you were chasing that goal, you were doing all the things that you could do in order to reach the goal. And you were also probably prioritizing yourself a lot more. Uh, 
what what can happen is that while we are focused on this goal of weight loss, we feel entitled to focus on ourselves. And then when we reach that goal, we're like, okay, well, now we don't have to focus on weight loss anymore. So now we got to get back to living our lives, get back to doing this, get back to stressing, get back to deprioritizing, get back to focusing on everybody else and everything else but ourselves. And we hear this a lot. I Well, I don't, it's great I'm maintaining my weight, but I don't feel as good as I felt when I was losing weight. And that's because the weight loss program is so much more than just losing weight, right? It is about prioritizing yourself. And you created a really good habit of prioritizing yourself. You created a good habit of being in tune with yourself and listening and paying attention and that self-awareness, right? Like old habits are hard to break. So maybe that negative dialogue is coming back in, right? Maybe you felt a little stressed for the holidays, a little off, spent some time around family or people who were stressing you out. You got back into that negative dialogue. You know what I mean? Um, it's so much, it's, it's so much more. It's really kind of like really thinking, what are the things that I was doing that added value to my life? Like making sure to get to bed on time, or maybe, you know, I was putting my phone away and now I'm back to like checking my phone every night and, and staying on it late at night or checking it first thing in the morning. And those little things that you were maximizing and doing were really adding up to make a big difference. And now that you are no longer looking to lose weight, maybe you're not as diligent on doing a lot of those things that you thought were pretty insignificant, but really added up to make a big difference, not just in how you look, but also how you feel. I made a list of things I can do when I'm stressed and anxious. I really want to learn how to manage stress better this year. I see from this program how it affects my body. Yeah. So, so this was really huge for me. Um, you guys know, so I know a lot of you are new to the maintenance group. This is where like, I, we get really real around here. Cause I figure you guys know me, <laughs> we've laughed and cried and worked through some really hard shit together. And you know, it's been a bit of a year for me, right? So I've been dealing with some of my kid, my teenagers with some serious mental health issues. Um, my kid's dad passed away, uh, in May I got married. I turned 50. Um, you know, I, I, this is my 21st group. Um, I'm new to running a a company this size. I got 50 something employees now I have to worry about. And, um, you know, that there's a lot of pressure on me. And last year at this time, I really started to struggle with stress. And it was very confusing for me because I love my job. I, I love my job. I love what I do. I love sitting up here. I could talk weight loss and maintenance and all of that forever. And so it was a really trade-off, but I love my job. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And with my own health and wellness, I know what I need to do. I know what I need to eat. I know what I need to drink. My mom would be like, it's hormones. It's your menopausal. You're 50. It's what I'm like, whatever, mom. Like, I know what I need to do. And, you know, I didn't really listen. I was so stubborn in knowing what I needed to do that I didn't actually go and seek help from my healthcare providers. And when I did, it turns out I actually needed a bit of medical intervention. I had some stomach issues that were happening. I needed to get on some antibiotics, made a big difference. And then that left me with my stress. And I will tell you, it has taken me about a year to get a handle on my stress, a year to get a handle on my stress, because there's always something and I'm, I just, I, I, I don't know, I'm just stubborn, but I just feel like, okay, I'm already doing a lot. I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but I want to keep doing this. I want to keep doing that. And I don't, I, you know, I'm, I'm fine to go on my phone at night. It doesn't stress me out. But man, I, I tell you in these last few nights where now I'm leaving my phone somewhere else and not going on it, what a big difference. I'm actually starting to get tired earlier. I'm going to bed earlier. I'm waking up earlier. The point is it's, 
taken me a while to make some changes that I knew I needed to make, but I convinced myself that they weren't going to make that much of a difference. And I was already doing a lot of things. Um, and then really when I made some real big changes and started listening to all of the expert advice that, you know, our, our members and myself receive group over group over group and really making those changes. It made a huge difference, but man, it took a long time to, for me to get a handle on my stress. I'm just now feeling like I'm starting to get a handle on it. And once you get that feeling of like, okay, you can feel the momentum of getting a handle on it. You start to really recognize the stress. You start to really like, it's, it's kind of like I'm against a wall and I'm, I'm going along. I'm fine. Then I start to handle more. I start to handle more. And then I hit a wall and I'm like, oh shit, I'm back to being like, it's like two steps forward, two steps back. And you really have to wrap your head around putting a significant amount of time. I know this might not be the most motivating conversation, but you really have to wrap your head around putting a significant amount of time into helping alleviate, manage, and deal and cope with your stress in a way that it's not physically manifesting and getting in the way of either reaching your weight loss goals or, you know, um, stopping you from being able to easily maintain your weight. Because if, if something feels a little out of control and it's hard, you feel like it's a fight to to maintain and manage your weight, there's something going on. And then this brings me back to the, the back on track conversation. A lot of times we think it's the food and it's not the food. It's, it's really taking a look at your stress level. Stress is so detrimental to your health and wellness because a big thing is it just systematically breaks your body down and it depletes your vitamin and mineral reserves. So you really have to do more of everything that you're doing to try to get a handle as you pile more and more and more and more and more stress on it. It's a whole job in itself to really manage that stress. But I, I, I knew stress. See, it's been interesting for me because stress really wasn't a big conversation when it came to weight loss until the pandemic. I had a little tiny post on stress, like stress and sleep, like a little tiny, tiny post on it. And it was like a minimal conversation. And because we knew about like stress levels, cortisol levels, right? Like people really stressed, your cortisol levels go up really high, high cortisol can signal weight gain and whatnot. So on the most basic level. And then the pandemic hit. And then I started hearing conversations of capacity because all of a sudden people were home. They had all the time in the world, but they didn't have the capacity, the mental capacity to be able to do the things that they now had all the time in the world to do. And that is really where I started digging into stress, right? Like I, I knew from university, like when I was like, when I gained my weight in university, I was like high stress. I had like three different jobs. I am pulling all night, all nighters. I'm like a physical stress. I was working out a lot, you know, like there's that kind of stress, stress, you know? Um, but then the pandemic sort of brought a whole other type of like mental stress and anguish. Even if your lifestyle didn't change much, you were stressed, stressed for the world, stressed for your friends, stressed for your family stressed for your kids. There was a lot going on. So then there, there came this thing of capacity, right? And all this stress. So stress really became more of a conversation only in the past couple of years. And then when you tie what's really interesting and what I've learned from our amazing guest experts, if you add stress and then you stress, which can affect your sleep, which then can affect your hormones, which then can affect all these other things, it really is all about how it all works together. And this brings us back to when you are focused on losing weight, you feel so much better because you're doing 
all of the things that you can do because you're motivated by weight loss. And then when it comes to maintenance, we stop doing all of the things because we perceive that we don't need to do all the things anymore when doing all the things made us feel so much better, you know. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. I was able to maintain my weight loss for over a year, but I guess I got cocky and allowed too many indulgences in. French fries, pasta, bread, all the things I love, but I had them too often. Now up eight pounds. Time to back on track. Join the winter group and now participating in this live. Very motivated. Going back to my maintenance weight and even more. Okay, Jonah, love this. But let's break it down because first of all, I mean, okay, so maybe maybe there is something to be said about using back on track a little bit more. Maybe you did you had those things, you felt the effect, and then didn't, you know, follow through on back on track. So back on track is really like, so I indulged this weekend, I feel like garbage today, my I like feel bloated, I feel gross, so I'm dehydrated, my lips are dry, I need to drink water, I need to get in some leafy greens, I need to get back into giving my body some good nutrient-rich foods, right? That's what that is. When you indulge, those types of foods cause an effect on your body. And it's really back on track is just helping your body to get over that indulgence sooner rather than later because your body's not looking to make you fat. And so usually it's not those indulgences, right? It's usually the, the and I, I, I don't know, so I'm, I'm kind of just kind of guessing here, but it's, it's having the indulgence and then, you know, oh, I had this one thing, so then I might as well keep going with other things, right? Like I've ruined the, I've ruined the day, so I might as well blow off the whole day or the whole weekend. It's having the thing and then not eating, like maybe trying to eat less to compensate um, for having the things. It's also why you're maybe, like maybe the, the holidays have been stressful for you. Maybe it's a stressful period of time for you. So you are reaching for this, reaching for that, or maybe you've just been around, you've lost your weight. You've been maintaining for a year, but maybe there's something, listen, like mortgage rates are high. We had what was happening with, you know, Israel and Gaza, what happening in the fall. You know, there's, there's a lot going on. That's this whole, like trying to get past the pandemic because of that, like PTSD for a lot of people is starting to pop up. A lot of people talking about that this year. We're getting back to life, but we have a lot of feels that we haven't processed about what we've been through in the last couple of years. It could be a delayed reaction where you think, okay, well, I love my job. I love my life everything is great and I'm good, but you could be dealing with some like residual feelings based on the last couple of years and then how you are coping with that, right? Maybe you spent some time with friends over the holidays and, you know, family over the holidays. And although that was wonderful and you made moments, you know, things got a little (laughs) stressed out, brought up some old feels, like who knows? So now you're dealing with some stuff that's been brought up and maybe some old coping mechanisms are coming in, right? So maybe your sleep is off. Maybe it's because the last two months has been so dark 
and so gray that you're feeling a little depressed, little seasonal affective disorder. Um, maybe you haven't been as active because you used to go for walks every day, but now it's like minus 50 outside. So you're not leaving the house. Maybe it's because your vitamin D levels are dropped. Maybe you felt really great in the summer, but now your vitamin D levels are dropping. So it's not actually the bread or the pasta or the things, but a bunch of other little things that are adding up and making a big difference in terms of how you're feeling, right? So that's what I mean. Back on track is great. Like use it, but also like dig deeper than that, right? Like, is it like, is it really those indulgences here or there? Or is it like the changes in your lifestyle or the things that you're dealing with right now or in your stress levels or your sleep schedule or how much you're moving or not moving, right? Like really, what is it? And that's where you really want to go into that and be like, okay, more than just back on track, what do I need to focus on, right? Um, so true. I have all these great notes and tips on what I should be doing, but it doesn't always go further than the paper. Oh, I love this. Um, let me read, finish reading this. Yeah. So it's like goals, right? So you have these goals. It's, it's when you're, when you're losing weight, it's great. You got one singular goal. I just want to lose weight. And then you do the things that you need to do in order to reach that goal. But with maintenance, it's a whole other thing, especially once you've reached that goal, then what? What's the motivator there? So I've been I've been drilling this home with the with the people in the weight loss group. Like what's you know, what is your goal, first of all? Maybe your goal is just to have great energy and be in tune, be mindful every day and live your best life. So what do I need to do to do that? I need to prioritize myself. I need to continue to be mindful. Maybe I still continue the habit of setting intentions and end-of-day reflections, but they have nothing to do with what I'm eating and when. You know, maybe I start a gratitude journal. Maybe I replace my intentions in terms of drink my water, eat this, do that with things I'm grateful for, right? So it, it, you kind of have to reframe things and like, what's your why now? What's your why now? What's your why? Why are you showing up for yourself every day? Why are you prioritizing? Why are you why are you focused on these things, right? Well, I want to I want to be free of negative self talk. I want to uh, be able to maintain my weight easily. I want to be able to feel really good every day. I want to feel my best. I want to have great energy. I want to, you know, whatever that might be, right? So it's a matter of like knowing what it is that you want to achieve and then making a list of, of the things that you're going to need to do. And maybe they're not the same. Uh, maybe it's not the same things that you did to lose weight, right? Maybe it's like taking things to a whole other level, which is really exciting. So we have a lot of people who will lose weight during the program, start doing some exercise and then decide like, oh, I want to, I want to be a runner. So they start running or, hey, maybe I really enjoyed this whole experience. I want to take a couple of nutrition courses. I want to start teaching this. I want to start doing that, right? So you always kind of want to reassess where you're at and where you want to go. And I think that's a big topic here in the maintenance group when you're when your motivator is no longer weight loss we talk about how the same things that you did to lose weight are the same things you need to do to reach any goal in your life but if you're no longer motivated by a goal then what is motivating you day to day to day to day right so you got to break that down figure out what that is for you what that is for you um you mentioned before that while maintaining our weight it can go up and down five to ten pounds how often does that happen how do we know what our weight it's weight gain or just a fluctuation okay you will know when you've gained weight because you will know why you've gained weight like you'll know you will know it'll be obvious it'll be evident i always say to people you don't gain 20 pounds back and not notice so now in order to prevent that from happening you've got to solidify your weight that's where there's four stages of the living method right i want it to be a one and done but the reality is once you lose your weight you got to put time into solidifying your weight so let's talk about three reasons why you gain weight back one you don't put time into solidifying your weight 
everything, your body has to adjust to your new weight, make your new weight your new norm. You've got to give it time to do that, to adjust your blood flow, to to adjust your body temperature. And if you think about it, you know, you you go a full year, your body needs to adjust your body temperature throughout the year, In, in, in the fall, in the winter, in the spring. Like you'll notice people lose weight. They're really cold after. You're cold after because your body has to now rejig your body temperature around your new body. Your hormones need to be adjusted. Your metabolism needs to be adjusted. Everything needs to be adjusted. The, the size of your heart needs to adjust to the new size of your body. So not putting time into solidifying your weight is probably the number one reason why people gain weight back. Also, the physical things you can do to solidify, you have to keep reinforcing your mindset, your habits, work through your issues, associations, your beliefs. Some people are still dealing with residual past traumas because although they've lost their weight in three months, six months, nine months, they're dealing with years and years and years of stuff they need to work through, right? They keep popping up, keep coming up until they're able to work through the stuff that they need to work through. And some people are dealing with some really big past traumas. So solidifying your weight is a big one. Not being mindful. I mean, you can't just eat, you know, 60 donuts and not help the body recover from that. Not that anyone's eaten 60 donuts, but I think it it takes something like 68 donuts to gain one pound of whatever. Um, You know when your choices are making you feel like garbage, right? So you have to do something about that. And that's where you have to implement that back on track or be mindful of the choices that you're making and not fall, fall back into old habits. Oh, I had this. So let me go back to starving and depriving myself. You've lost your way through being in tune, giving your body what it needs. And now whenever, you indulge, you go back to the habit of starving and depriving yourself, which got you into the situation to begin with. So start reinforcing the fact that you need your fat. So not being mindful, which you have the skills to do after you lose your weight by following the Levy method. Um, and the other is situational change. So not adjusting to major change. So you lost your weight at home and now you've been maintaining your weight for a while and now you're going back to work. So it's a whole new routine, um, different stress levels. You're dealing with different sleep patterns and whatnot. Or maybe, you know, you lost your you lost your uh, weight while your you know kids were all at home. You're managing your kids, and now you got a kid going off to university. That's massive situational change for you, right? So not helping your body adjust to situational change, which it really ends up being stressful and a new routine and whatnot. Not helping your body adjust to that. So that that's where you got to be really mindful. The five to ten pounds is your set point. So once you reach your goal, think about it. While you're trying to reach your goal, you are doing everything you can to see your lowest low every single day that's not how you're going to live your life, right? Like you're going to have the carbs, you're going to have the pizza, you're going to have the thing, you're going to have whatever. You're you're not trying to see your lowest low every day like you are trying to see while you're trying to lose weight. So your set point isn't one number. And the reason why like you are seeing so many fluctuations is because a lot of you have gone from weighing yourself once a week to weighing yourself every single day. So you're, you're catching, you're seeing all those fluctuations. So your weight is going to continue to fluctuate for so many reasons that have nothing to do with weight loss, uh, sorry, weight gain after you've lost your weight. Salty food, hard to digest food, um, you know, being dehydrated, your body sore from working out or shoveling your driveway, crappy sleep, high 
high stress. There's so many reasons why your weight will be up that have nothing to do with weight gain that will continue to be up while you're maintaining your weight. So there's that. And then there's about that five pounds where it's just your body processing carbohydrates. It's just kind of like you not trying to see your lowest low every day. You're going to, you're going to sit about five pounds above your lowest low. That didn't, doesn't mean that you've gained five pounds. It just means that you're not as diligent in doing the things day in, day out that you were doing while you're trying to lose weight. And why would you want to live a life like that? I mean, if you do, great. Some people are like, I'm going to do all the things because I just feel great and I just love it and it's my routine and la, 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 la. Most people don't. So then your weight is going to sit about five pounds above. So that's the difference. It's just so normal for your weight to sit about three to five pounds above your lowest low. And then it's so normal on top of that for you to be experiencing fluctuations on the scale, which will have your weight go between a range. My weight is usually about 119 to about 130. And that's sort of the range that I, f- I fluctuated for 30 years of my life. Um, there are some times where I'm on the lower end and sometimes I'm on the higher end. And that's just sort of where it goes. Now, in the past year, my weight last year went up as high as 140. That's when my stomach was bloated. I was dealing with health issues. My stress was through the roof. And as soon as I actually made a, a choice to manage that, it brought it right back down. I'm still sitting on the higher end. Do I have, do I think, oh my gosh, I've gained all this weight. I'm never going to lose my weight again. No. Do I know that I have to try extra hard in order to manage my stress levels and do the things I need to do and take it a step further, like minimize my alcohol intake because I need sleep. My sleep with my hormones got really shitty. Alcohol wasn't helping. My stress levels were through the roof. I was dealing with a lot or not dealing with a lot and alcohol wasn't helping. So I've had to make some serious hardcore choices. I've had to not do the Saturday lives because I need a little extra time. I've had to say no to some obligations that I had that I feel terrible about saying I can no longer do, but I had to say no to them because I knew that they were just going to get me right back up and stressing again, right? So so that's what's, that's the season of my life that I'm in right now. And that's when I say to you, you're going to have some seasons where your life is amazing and you're going to have some seasons of your life that are like, this is fucking shit ass garbage. And you know, you're just trying to make it through the day. So I am in a season of my life where I'm kind of coming out of, I've been through a lot and I I need to continue to facilitate doing the things I need to do that are going to make a difference in how I'm feeling every day. And I need to, even though I'm feeling better, not ease up on that. As I'm feeling better, I need to double down on that. So that's where that weight range is. Your set point is like 10 pounds. It's not like so. So what happens a lot is that we have people who reach their goal and they're like, I feel amazing. I am done. I'm ready to solidify. And then they spend some time in maintenance few weeks, few months, few years even. And then they say, you know what? I feel like I can lose more weight. I've been happy at this weight. I've been able to maintain my weight. I feel like I could go for 10 more pounds, five more pounds, 20 more pounds happens all the time, right? So only you know what is the right weight for you and where you feel confident and comfortable at. But that weight, that that fluctuation is very normal because normal fluctuations and then also like that that set point is about a 10-pound range. And so whatever your lowest low is, you're going to sit about five, three to five pounds on average above that. And it might fluctuate more depending on, you know, natural fluctuations or, you know, like all the different reasons why your weight can be up. Uh, 
Um, not far off my maintenance, two, uh, weight, two pounds and 3.5 off my lowest low, but not feeling great. Even before I got sick with a cold, joined the winter group and doing my best to stay on plan. Although I realize uh, the weight being up has a lot of reasons. Just want to be more mindful and go for another five. Okay. So this is, um, this is like, uh, you're so close. And so here's my advice to you. I know you're sick. So obviously like follow the sickness protocol, focus on getting better, but you need to double down on losing that weight sooner rather than later. And although you have a lot of time, I say this a lot, we have a lot of time to lose a lot of weight. Don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. Get it done. So I'd rather see you get it done, do all the things, maximize your efforts, get right in there and be like, let's get this done and then lose your weight sooner rather than later and then spend the rest of the program solidifying your weight right? Which is what you can do. You can just like, you reach your goal weight and then you follow through on the rest of the program and you're like building in time to solidify your weight. Because that that two pounds, three pounds, five pounds, like what you don't want to do is get caught in nowhere land and be trying to lose that same three to five pounds. And next thing you know, it takes you three months later and you're still trying to lose that same weight because you got that wiggle room because you only have a few pounds left and you're so close to your goal. So that, that'd be my advice for you is like, okay, sick is fine. Get over it. Feel better. Focus on that. That's your number one priority. And you might find in focusing on following that sickness protocol that you actually end up losing that weight, right? And then you really want to double down on solidifying that weight because that can be a little weird place to go so close. But then because we're so close, we, you know, we, we're not necessarily doing all the things that we need to do. And you know how hard it can be for some people to lose three pounds, for some people to lose five pounds. You know, some of you can go weeks working your ass off and not losing the weight. So although you have a lot of time, just really put your energy into losing that sooner rather than later. And then you can coast the rest of the way, just solidifying your weight. I got to go. Um, God, I love maintenance. I love maintenance. I love the conversation that we're having in here. So remember with these maintenance conversations, you can also download and listen by way of our podcast, Way In With Gina. It's available on all podcast platforms. You might not know that, uh, but you can listen to these maintenance-specific conversations over there. Um, I hope you join in Way In uh, Wednesday this week. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to join the ladies, but they have an amazing guest joining them. Uh, so no doubt it's going to be great conversation. Odette and Kim are going to be holding it down. Um, so hopefully you will join them for that conversation on Wednesday. And of course, I'll be back the following week. But I hope that you have an amazing week this week. Um, take time if you haven't. What is your why in maintenance? What is your why in maintenance? What is motivating you to show up and do the things that you need to do to not only solidify your weight or test the waters, but to live a life where you're waking up, you're looking good, you're feeling good for those of you who are already at that finally and forever. Uh, have an amazing uh, rest of your day, everyone. And I will catch up with you later. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.